einer neuen Folge von The Canadian Wants to Know. Ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, The Canadian George Robledo. Welcome to The Canadian Wants to Know. On this episode, I'm speaking to an investor in the crypto currency market. So what is all the hype around Bitcoin? I've got some questions. He's got some answers. Welcome, Flo, to the show. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me in the first place. Um, well, I'm Flo, as already stated by you. I'm 25 years old and uh, yeah, I'm pretty fresh actually to the crypto market. I started last year Uh, in general, to get into the financial market, how does global finances work? How do the different asset classes work? I uh, really got into stock market and stock trading. And uh, during my research, I stumbled upon Bitcoin and stumbled upon Bitcoin currency. And um, I noticed in like January this year that the bull run that Bitcoin is currently in is completely different to the bull runs that it has done before in like 2017, for example, um, because all of a sudden there is institutional money coming into the space, which gives the asset class Bitcoin, which is completely new um, and very small yet, gives a completely different kind of legitimation in the market and uh, it gives it a different kind of stability. So that was for me, when I saw these bigger institutions all of a sudden coming into the space, that was for me the reason to yeah, get dive into it even deeper than just scratching on the surface. And while I was diving into it, well, I, I found out that this is actually a space which is incredibly good right now to make money because the um, interest or the, the, the compound that you get, the, the, the interest, the yeah. interest mm -hmm. yeah, that you get on these kinds of assets are not comparable to mm -hmm. anything else that is out there right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is normal or with the stock market, when you have good stocks, it's normal that you grow your portfolio around like 10 to 15 percent. 15 percent is already going into the Warren Buffett area. But this is like a, a good return in the crypto market since it is so small and so much money is flowing in right now the returns are completely insane they're different than everything you have known before because for example just within the last 30 days i have returns of over 200 percent that's crazy <laughs> that is not normal brother <laughs> this is this is a different kind of yeah different kind of investing right now and uh, i mean now it is just very important to know which are safe investments for the future and which are just short-term investments that will give you an incredible return of invest but that you have to get out of and that you have to secure your money from to uh, yeah keep your money in the long run yeah so you kind of already mentioned a little bit about this market uh, but i think we probably have to go back to the start what is crypto what is this whole hype i don't, I don't understand it Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's start with, first of all, what is Bitcoin? Let's, let's take the example Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a digital token, a digital token with a limited amount. This digital token gets transferred basically via the blockchain. So it's using, using another technology that helps it to be distributed. So 
uh, when I, for example, I have in my wallet a part of a Bitcoin, a whole Bitcoin whatsoever, I can use now the public blockchain to transfer money to your wallet. How does this work? We both have keys. These keys, they get basically, when, when I make the request to send it to you, they get combined and there is like a bigger key on the outer frame. I, I, I really just paraphrasing here. Sorry for everyone who has more techni technology, like no background about this, but I think this is the easiest way for someone who is not in the space to understand it. There's a bigger key that now combines them. And what miners are doing, that's a different part of the whole like crypto society. They basically, due to the brute force method, they try to find the right key to now connect the own, the single pieces of the blockchain. So a public record of all the transactions that have been made. Mm -hmm. In this way, you create, you are able to create a decentralized network, mm -hmm. which where you don't have a bank in the middle that controls the, the flow of the money. No, every one who is getting into the network network becomes a single more part of it. And therefore, the more people are in the space and in the network, the more stable and secure it gets. Because you can't just overwrite the entire blockchain. When you try to make one false false or you try to sell a Bitcoin for a second time, well, the blockchain will notice it because the key from the Bitcoin, from the one purchased from the order that you have already made, it is used. So, so it's a very secure way of making exactly. transactions. Exactly. Can it be hacked? Well, it can be hacked. The wallet, for example, that you're using, it depends on which way. The wallet or the, the platform that you're using to trade your coins, that can be hacked. And while your crypto or your Bitcoin, for example, are still in that wallet or on that platform, of course, when they're able to hack the, your account on that platform, they can transfer your Bitcoin to another account. That but is, is that any different from what could happen with a regular bank account today? Exactly. It's the yeah. same. It's the same. Very can, similar concept. Very similar concept. But with one very crucial difference, because I have the possibility to also just put the Bitcoin on a hard wallet. I can, for example, buy um, the ledger. And a ledger is like a USB stick that I then transfer my Bitcoins on. And then I can just put it at home in my safe. And I am the only one who will ever have access to these Bitcoins with my password. So it's, a, it's possible to take it off the internet into an external USB and have that secured in a, in a place where no one can break off, unless someone breaks into it somehow. It's very secure way to keep your money then. Exactly. And that's like, this is how it basically combines the best um, characteristics of common asset class, like of our fiat money, for example, of euro. Well, you don't, uh, you have like a credit card that you can pay everything with. You don't have to have a huge storage at home to store this value. Exactly. You can just have it Cash. on a little card. Exactly. Um, but on the other hand, like you have gold that just has a value which is very constant. Why? Because there's not so much the inflation rate from gold is a lot less than, for, than as, it, as it is from fiat. But the problem with gold is, well, when you really have some value, you have to store kilos of gold somewhere and you can't really just take it out to the kiosk or wherever and try to pay with it. Mm -hmm. So, and 
this is like at first the, the, the small inflation rate. Well, in cryptocurrencies, there is a fixed amount of coins that will be sent out at one point. With Bitcoin, for example, we're at 8.5 million. There will be just 21 million in total. Um, but since the, the way how Bitcoin gets distributed is slowing down. So when they mine, we, we already talked about the miners real quick, when they basically put these blocks together for doing the effort and putting these blocks together, they'll get Bitcoins in return. So that's how the, more, the, the rest of the Bitcoins get distributed. But every four years, there is a halving cycle. So the, the chain, basically the, the code that they have to hack, gets doubled while the amount of Bitcoin that gets sent out to them will half. So um, at one point, while you, like a few years ago, you still got like 16 uh, Bitcoin for doing, uh, for connecting the blocks on the blockchain. Right now, the miners just get eight or four. But the value of these coins is much higher today than they were 10 years ago, no? Exactly, exactly. And that is, to be honest, the, the, the creator of Bitcoin, whoever it might be. I mean, he's living under the alias um, Satoshi Nakamoto. And um, this was all planned out from the very beginning. He knew that the value is going to increase over time. So in the, in, the, in the beginning, you need a lot of Bitcoins being distributed widely. Then as the value um, contains, uh, continues to increase, the supply has to continuously decrease. And that's what brought us already uh, now into the situation where we have quite, of course, it's still quite volatile. Why? Because it's such a small asset class. It's still like, it is just, it was just born, basically. Just imagine how long do, do our fiat system runs? How long does the stock market run? How long is gold <laughs> um, used? Mm -hmm. Bitcoin just started. That's why it is still very, very volatile. Because at the moment, there's just like 1% of uh, our population exposed to cryptocurrencies. That's mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. That is nothing. And that's why we still see this volatility in the market right now. But that is good. That is something that when you start being an investor, you can actually use in your favor right now mm -hmm. to make money. Because you can money. get a good price on some of these coins. Exactly. And then if I wait too long, five, 10 years, the prices will be really high when more people are involved. But what would be some of the risks Right, because I, I know that maybe some of the listeners they're afraid of this whole space. They think that it's just a very dangerous way to invest money. What would you tell them? Well, it really first of all, know your risk. That is the most important part. Know how much money am I willing to put on the line? Because that's what you're doing. But that you, that's what you're doing with every kind of investment. So rich ma uh, risk management is always the first thing to start with. So now when you have established how much of your money you're willing to invest in an asset class then you look at okay in which asset classes do i have um how how big is the response the risk in there how big is the volatility how big is the possible outcome you you do all of these determinations and when you do them as of right now you see a stock market which is just blowing up for money which is being pushed in because of all the money that's printed you have um, a gold market for example gold and silver which is also blowing up right now more real and more estate. money real estate is blowing like more and more money floats into them this is 
not a good sign given the state of the econ if, of the of the economy right now because the most of the companies they are not doing as well as for example the stocks indicate them mm-hmm. so i'm a bit afraid that this year they're artificial exactly yeah. mm-hmm. just because the money needs to go somewhere that is being printed and um, that is what makes bitcoin right now so interesting because it's a new asset class that now all of a sudden is being used to just also deflate some of the other in asset place classes a little bit so money can actually flow into this so it doesn't uh, we don't see a, like a huge enormous bubble into the stock market or anything so that's the first thing that you know okay we have an actually an asset class which is now being used to balance our other asset classes so the risk in this one well and all the other ones like blow up this is just good for the new asset class cryptocurrency um so this actually takes away some of the risks now i already decided i I go into cryptocurrency because the risk is actually quite small compared to the other asset classes um how do i manage my risk in here and also there there are different possibilities like you have coins into the crypto market which um, are very small right now they have a very small market cap so they have a lot of room to grow so these are the coins that you can actually you can go like 5 10x or you have a multiplicator of like 10 of your of your uh, in, initial invest um, but these are asset classes which are just blowing up right now because there's a hype there's a hype about the entire cryptocurrency market so these are asset classes where i say hey it is good to be exposed in them but just a little bit don't have like 80% of your portfolio just in coins that you know hey they have a small market cap so they can grow a lot yes i can have a high multiplicator but just as fast as they can grow they can also disappear completely and all your money is gone so in the market it is important to have exposure to for example bitcoin why to bitcoin well we already know that bitcoin is the star of the entire show it is like for example um when the internet hype the dot com hype uh, was in this time there was also every company with a dot com address was blowing up was making a lot of money because people were willing to invest that's what we see right here but 99% of these companies went broke afterwards there're just a few there's just like an apple like an uh, google like a facebook that actually made it through there and that's the the phenomenal situation that we're in right now it's like okay we see that this whole market that this whole like hype is coming but we already know who is going to be left in the end and that's bitcoin like maybe there will be an ethereum or in polka dot over the next few years but for sure there will be bitcoin as, as long as the cryptocurrency market exists there will be bitcoin as yeah the star of the show so that is how you can really take away quite a bit of the risk because you know bitcoin will around for another 5 years for 10 years for 15 years and it will always be the star so it will keep growing in this time so whenever you made some um returns in your in the coins which have a higher risk you just need to switch it into bitcoin to lower your risk mm-hmm. holding bitcoin lowers your risk and that's just something if when you have understood when you understood this concept that in general right now holding bitcoin decreases your risk of yeah losing capital that's basically all you need to know to get mm-hmm. started 
Still sounds complicated. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if I don't know anything about technology? Is there an opportunity for me in this space? Definitely. Um, for example, I mean, it is, first of all, you should always understand the influences that the, the, the asset class have um, when you invest into something. But, for example, I don't need to understand how a phone is made while investing into Apple. You know, because I in the, I understand that Apple is creating value for a whole lot of people, and therefore, I think Apple is going to grow. That is the the mindset that I need to get invested in in here. So to get into Bitcoin, you don't have to understand in detail how does the blockchain work or how does the, the Bitcoin mining work and so on. You just need to understand. Okay, Bitcoin is basically a shell that you can just suck up money. We, we, and we need this. We need to have an outlet that money can just flow into. This is Bitcoin. If you have understand that Bitcoin is basically just... just and like, it's a limited yeah. asset in the same way gold is a limited asset. Well, gold actually is not even a limited asset because we have mine where we do mining all the time. Every year, there's more and more gold uh, coming to the market. So Bitcoin is even more deflation, de deflation, de de how do you say it? Deflationary. I don't deflationary. Know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then uh, it is gold mm -hmm. because it is completely limited, and yeah, it will just suck up the money. So when you understand what your asset class, in this case, Bitcoin, will give to you and how it creates value. That's all you need to know. You don't need to know the technical backgrounds. Of course, whoever is into that, go ahead. <laughs> I'll fully support it. I always like to know like uh, most of the details of my investments. Um, that's why I also got pretty deep into Bitcoin. But to be honest, just in the daily uh, investment area you don't need the background like how much time do you think i would need to invest to at least do an initial investment into cryptocurrency like how much time is required to learn the processes and these things mm -hmm. it's a it's a learning by doing that's very important um, because the moment that you expose yourself to the market you will notice that Everything is completely new for you. So now it really depends on how fast do you pick up on stuff, how fast do you get, do you need to get used to new emotions and new emotional situations? Because this is something, the first like month in the market is crazy. <laughs> Believe me, especially when you get in a time uh, like right now where there's a crazy bull run going on. Can you explain what a bull run is? Yes, there is. There's two uh, phases of the market. Basically, it's a bull run. It's a bear run. So in the bull run is when everyone is just throwing money into the market. All kind of asset asset classes are growing and growing and growing. And uh, the bear run is it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Exactly. Okay. When everything is decreasing. So bull runs. Things go up, bear run, things go down. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, there is a learning curve. There is a process of, oh man, what's going on? I don't understand. Yeah. What are maybe some beginner tips for someone who has invested? What would be some beginner tips? What should yeah. they do? What should they pay attention to? Mm -hmm. So first of all, as I, know, as, as I said, know your risk. This is 
very this is a key factor that too little people really can take into consideration and they just keep throwing money into this no already in the beginning know what is your risk how much money are you willing to spend and also because you always have to have the just the probability in the back of your mind that all your money is getting lost when you when you don't calculate with this probability you will find yourself in like very emotional situations the moment for example the market drops it is um, correcting as it is right now for example and you see minus 30 percent minus 40 percent in a day if you are not prepared for this then it will drive your emotions crazy and maybe you take bad decisions like for example right now when the market is going down a bad decision would be to sell everything even though When you have the trust and you have the strategy, then the right decision would be to rebuy right now when everything is cheaper. Um, so to give you a, like a quick beginner's guide, it is important to first of all know your risk, know the money that you're going to get into the space with. Second of all, when you find an asset class that you want to get into, your dollar cost averaging into this asset class. You never take all of the amount of the money that you have and buy the entire position at once. Why is that? Well, because the market is very, very volatile. You don't know if the course is in, in like an hour, 15% above the course right now or 15% lower. You can't really determine this. You know that the, the price is continuously changing. So what I would do if I would, for example, have thousand euros that I want to invest into Bitcoin I would do it daily weekly however you want right now I would do it daily because the um, the market is just changing so rapidly so then every day I would just invest a thousand bucks for 10 days a thousand or a hundred oh a hundred a hundred I started with a thousand bucks so every day I would just invest a hundred bucks Okay, and not get, put everything at once. You want to put it in little by little. Exactly, little by little. Mm -hmm. And also, when you get started in the market, don't be like, okay, I have to throw in all my money now here within the first week. Learn, be patient. Start with, for example, also I, I started with investments between 20 and 50 uh, euros. That's mm -hmm. how I get into an asset class. Mm -hmm. I keep buying smaller positions around 20 to 50 euros and then I buy daily and I see how it develops. And then already over the course of the next days when I see how this develops and I see, for example, um, the course dropped a crazy amount. Well, and I'm still positive and I still have trust in this asset class. Well, then now I still have enough money left to maybe not put in one portion today, but maybe I buy for two portions today because I know that this is actually a really good price. So already while you're doing this, you get a feeling for what's a good price for the asset class that you're buying mm -hmm. right now. And that is the next step, how to gain more experience. Um, so start slowly. Start slowly, start slowly. And it's also the same how you get out of an asset class. Um, you don't so usually... So can you explain an asset class? Uh, well, to be honest... Asset classes, there are different asset classes like the stock asset class, crypto is an asset class, okay. um, real estate yeah, is an yeah. asset okay. class. These are not really like asset classes that we're talking about. Right now we're talking about different coins, coins. in the crypto market. So, um, but this counts, uh, by the way, this counts for every kind of asset class. I think dollar cost averaging in is always a good way. Um, are there some coins that you would recommend right now that 
you think these are going to grow and for a beginner this would be a good starting point well first of all this is no financial advice exactly exactly <laughs> um, so and invest at your own risk exactly right? i can yeah i would i would exactly everyone has to invest in their own risk i can just i can give you some of my um of the positions that i'm holding um, and that would be, for example, of course, Bitcoin as the biggest position. Um, then there is an Ethereum, which I'm exposed to because it is it is the second biggest coin right now. So it is quite a secure investment since I already got into Ethereum a bit earlier in January. Even now, uh, when the drop is hitting quite bad, I'm still in plus. So that's why I keep holding Ethereum, it is a safe class. Um, I'm holding Polkadot because Polkadot just since it since it launched, it has made incredible gains and all the, uh, the projects that are connected to Polkadot make incredible gains as well. And I think that um, in the long run, it's gonna like, for example, outperform this year, it's gonna outperform Ethereum for sure. Because I mean, Ethereum is already so big and you always have to look at the market capital capitalization of an asset class to determine how much more it can grow. And um, just to for for Polkadot to get at the same level where Ethereum is right now, it is it has to to triple, I think. So just to get at the same space where Ethereum is, it has to triple, and then they're both gonna grow a lot. Okay, it has so to, uh, the, a lot of money has to go in for them to grow. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot. That's a good starting point, no? Yeah, I, I would then, I mean, to, when you want to gamble, this is this is like <laughs> the, the more risky uh, asset classes, then I would just recommend at the moment RSR, HOT and uh, BTCST for sure. That are all like asset classes around like position 100, um, market caps below 1 billion. Um, so a lot of money can still flow into these asset classes and it's quite likely that you're going to see a 5 to 10x. So it is a lot of information and I can imagine that some people might feel a little bit overwhelmed like, oh man, this is really complicated. But like everything in life, it is a risk. And I do think that financial literacy can really change the quality of life of a person. So making sure that you take a look at how to make investments will prepare you for a better future for you, for your family, for your future generations. So the, this has real consequences in our lives, right? How we manage our money. Because if we're just waiting for the state to give us a pension at the end, it's barely going to be enough to survive, right? Yeah. So we have to look for alternatives. Right? Definitely. So what would you tell someone who's just still kind of like worried as like, oh man, Flo, you've made it really complicated in a way and you've spoken a lot about these big terms. How can we reassure someone with that feeling to say, hey, you know what, this is something that you should take a look at and see if it presents some opportunities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, well, to, to begin with, you can't convince anyone to make an investment. That's very, very important because also when you want to make an investment like this, when you want to get in the cryptocurrency market, you need trust. You need to trust that this kind of new currency will be there for the next 10 to 15 years because just the, the trust will also 
get you over phases where the courses don't look as great. So just take into consideration that the generations that live right now, they will be the leading um, they will be in the leading positions in like five to 10 to 15 years in banks and in the government, wherever. And those are all people who... They grew up with they technology. Grew up, yeah, they grew up with technology and they maybe even want a currency. They definitely see the advantages of a decentralized digital currency. Um, and I think that in the future, we will drive more towards, uh, I mean, technological, fine uh, society, uh, even more than we are today. And I think that because we, 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 we see where the, develop the developing is heading and we see that, for example, cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin seem to be a big player in the market and in this kind of development. Therefore, for me, it is riskier to not be exposed in future technologies like Bitcoin right now than being exposed to it. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not talking about all the other coins that are there and that will make you incredible gains in the short term. I'm just talking about Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the only one that I'm confident about that it will be around for 10, 15, 20 years and it will continuously increase in value the more people are getting into it. No, thank you. Right, like I think it's something that it is very difficult to make predictions about the future, but to make a prediction that technology will continue continue to develop, that more and more people will make investments into technology industries and into tech, like into these crypto markets, it is something that makes sense. Yeah. Right, like we put faith in all types of things. This seems like a more rational faith to take that yeah. something like this could grow and continue to grow for years to come. No, thanks a lot for coming here to sitting down with me, trying to explain it. I'm a beginner. I have like this is the first time that I'm trying to learn about these things. And I hope that it brought you guys some value. So we have a final question for you guys. Would you be interested of making an investment into cryptocurrency or how likely are you to enter this new phenomena which is cryptocurrency you can leave your comments either in one of my groups in facebook on whatsapp or you can leave it on apple podcasts or on my website Thank you guys for your attention. Thank you, Flo. Any final words? Well, thanks for having me. And to everyone out there who is still like too afraid of the risk of not getting involved, just learn a bit about inflation. Learn with what happens with the money that lays on your bank right now. And uh, then maybe just reconsider. But this is crucial. This is also something we shouldn't get into right here. But learn about this. Learn where the money goes and then make decisions because they will change your future. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Also, bis nächstes Mal.